I believe in myself and I know I'm going to do what, what we think is going to get me that win. So that's why I'm so confident. I know I'm going to go and do what needs to be done. If you're an athlete, just try and stay as positive as you can because MMA is a roller coaster, a roller coaster of emotions, a roller coaster of highs and lows. But you need to know how to prepare yourself for them lows. You need to know how to get yourself through them lows so you can reach them highs again. Just adapt. Have to adapt to what's in front of you. If you're constantly doing that your whole life, um, you become comfortable in an uncomfortable position. Don't just go through the motions. Capitalize on that hour you spent in the gym. Capitalize on that hour spent on whatever you, you're, 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 you've committed to. Capitalize on it. Make it effective. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the I Love Success podcast. Uh, I am continuing my world tour. Yesterday I was in Toronto and spoke with, I should say virtual world tour though. <laughs> Yesterday I was in Toronto and spoke with Evan Carmichael. He are, he's the co-founder of one of the biggest YouTube channels in the world for entrepreneurs. Today, I'm traveling all the way through Wollongong, Australia, to talk with uh, a guy that I truly admire. I am a martial artist, and I love to see what he has done. We have the same Macedonian heritage, which makes it even cooler for me to talk to him. And he's a guy who was a rugby player, an athlete, uh, always wanted to be a champion. And he, he even went out and told his friends, I'm going to be a UFC champion. And this is way before he even started training MMA. And I think that's super cool how we can visualize things and then go out and really do it. And that, that being said, he did it. He's the current UFC featherweight champion. He beat Max Holloway in an incredible fashion. Yeah, so I'm just super excited to be here with you today, Alex. Um, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the, the great intro as well. So appreciate it. Yeah, so I just want to kind of go back to your early childhood. When, when did you know that you were a competitor, that you liked winning, that you liked put yourself in hard situations? Uh, I, it's, it's a tricky one, I guess. Mainly when I started probably wrestling and uh, rugby league. So I played soccer before that. And uh, to be quite honest, I don't, uh, if out of all the sports I tried, soccer I was probably the worst. I, I wasn't, a, I, was, I wouldn't say you, 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 I was really bad, but I wasn't, you know, one of the best. And I'm pretty competitive, so that wasn't good enough for me. Uh, then I, then I uh, went to wrestling and actually that was what I was really good at. But then I wanted to play football with my mates and uh, things like that. So probably when I was wrestling, because I was a, I was a kid that uh, you know I remember actually this is a one time when I was uh, we were at like a presentation. It might have been for wrestling. It wasn't just my my team. It was like maybe for wrestling around Sydney and I don't know what you I don't know how to sort of describe it. But I remember going there and uh, there was these uh, kids or like older kids that went and pointed at me. Goes oh there's that there's that kid, like he beats up all the older kids. Like, Cause I was only, I was always pretty heavy set as a young kid. Yeah. So I was, uh, you know, when I was 12, I was always versing 14 and, you know, 15 year olds, which is pretty at that age is, is a big difference. So, uh, you know, that maturity at that age is, is uh, yeah, it's very, again, when you've, let's 
like you know versus your older brother you know you, you're always going to get beat up by your older brother type thing so that's how that's how it was and I remember these guys goes oh that's that kid that beats up all the older kids and like that sort of just made me realize like oh, I'm known for you know being like you know like out wrestling older kids and like it sort of made me realize oh maybe I'm a little bit different to people and obviously I was getting a lot of uh, gold medals and, and doing really well but I reckon that was where I, I decided that oh yeah Maybe maybe I am pretty good at this, you know what I mean? Even though I was getting the goals, I guess I didn't really have that confidence. But then hearing someone else that I did not know recognise me for that sort of made me realise, oh, maybe maybe, maybe this is uh, something I could do, you know? But I was really young at the time. That's awesome. And uh, I, you, you're, you're talking about being a little bit heavyset and you should check uh, Alex's uh, Instagram out to see how heavyset he actually was. But talking about being heavyset when you were a kid, did that affect you in any way, like in school with friends? Because I myself was overweight and I had, had a hard time, you know, connecting with a friend or they had a hard time connecting with me they actually bullied me uh, I would I should say that but martial arts kind of gave me confidence I'm just curious did this did this affect you at all or uh not no not really to be to be honest obviously I've had uh people question it here and there but the funny thing is when I was younger I didn't think I was uh that overweight like uh you know I look at them them photos now like I remember thinking that Oh yeah, I was bulky. I thought like a you know I had a yeah good good fit body type thing <laughs> until I started looking back. And then again, you I would hear people say that to me, but I wouldn't be offended by it because I'd be like, why is he why is he calling me that for? You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's hard <laughs> to explain because uh, I was playing rugby league, and uh, I guess at that stage it was, that was when I was at my heaviest, and yeah. I was pretty popular because of my my uh, rugby league and all that. So it didn't. So I'll be lying if I said I was bullied with it, but uh, you know. It, but in saying that, you know, people did say it, but I guess I I didn't let it get to me because I, I didn't believe it at the time, or was it because I didn't care? I don't know. It, it's it's a tricky one. But I look back now, and you know, and not only do I see them photos, which you know, there's nothing wrong with it, but I know how I was eating back then. I know how unhealthy I was. Like I remember, I would eat whatever I wanted. I would have like a dinner, and I'm talking like. I would have a mountain of food on it and I'll have six pieces of bread with it. You know, it's just, that's just how I ate. And it was just normal. I would eat till I was completely full every time. And, uh, you know, now, now like when I, it, it sounds bad, but like I don't get it as full because I probably, because I've eaten like, eat, you know, I was eating like that my whole <laughs> life. I don't really uh, get as full as yeah. I used to, but at the same time, the lifestyle change and, and everything has work better for me obviously for my my style of of, what I do sorry fighting and not just that just healthier I feel a lot better you know what I mean I can you know I I feel like I've got more energy now because I I use that that energy wisely and I I put the right foods in as they say you know the fuel fuel for the body so you know I just look at that and I just know I know sort of how I was treating my body then and then now I, I know that you know I've this sort of career that I've chosen the fighting style is changed my lifestyle for the better. Yeah. And talking about mindset and confidence, it seems like you were uh, early on very confident and I studied success. And I remember uh, studying you uh, when I was watching Embedded before the Max Holloway fight and you were so calm and you were just, I, I watched you and I, because I watch all the fighters on all these interviews and the walk-ins and I tried to look them in the eye and kind of analyze. And I, 
I could see this guy, he's, he's going to win. Uh, so wh- where, where, did, where does that mindset and confidence comes from? Uh, it's a, this is a, a tricky one. I think it's always, like I wouldn't say I think, I'm pretty sure it's from day one as a competitor. I've always, so you know when people say you're, you know, some people are just bred different as if it's built in them. I believe that. I believe that you are bred, you know, when it comes to hard work and, you know, mind mind state and, and all things like that. I believe that there might be something in you that's a little bit different, but again, you need to still work to that. So if it is something like, you know, having that extra heart, that's going to make you want to do more. But then f- from you continuously pushing yourself because of that, or again, in my, as you're saying with my mindset, I'm always keeping myself composed. I want to be where I'm I feel is best. Yes, yeah? so I'll put myself in a position that will, that will, uh, you know, make me the best I can be. So whether it's in an interview, whether it's when I'm about to fire, me being composed, me relaxing myself, is where I can, you know, properly pay attention and do what what needs to be done. I've done that from day one. Always try to compose myself. So I put myself where now that's just normal. All the I like, I, if you've ever watched uh, my interviews, I always say like. I just feel so normal all year, all year round. No matter, I won the title. I've got a video that I'm actually going to be putting up in the next couple of days. It's me holding the belt, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, like, oh no! Someone goes, oh yeah, here's the belt for the photo. I'm like, oh yeah, already. Like this was straight after my fight. I completely forgot that I just won the world title. I'm like, oh yeah, the you know the bloody world title. <laughs> so I chuck that on. I mean, like someone goes, oh how's that going to look on your wall? I mean, I need to let it properly sink in. I'm like, wake up! You're the bloody champ. You know what I mean? It's it's weird. It's it's a, it's something that I think I'm so used to keep myself level-headed, so composed that that's, you know, I've done that from day one and now that's how I am. So I walk out to these fights complete, completely focused, completely no, uh, normal, I guess you could say, as in composed, I guess, ready for to do whatever needs to be done. And I think that does separate me from some people because I see people backstage uh, and I guess if you're watching a lot of embedded or you watch a lot of backstage stuff, you'll see people put the headphones on like this, sitting there in the corner, amping themselves up. You know, they even get the frown going and, and, you know, really put themselves in a position that they're not used to, I believe, you know, and I'm the type of person that I don't want to get there. I want to get, I want to be able to know exactly what I'm doing while I'm walking to the cage, while I'm in there. I've got a game plan to stick to. I want to see these punches he's thrown. I want to see what he's setting up. So I've always just kept myself so composed. And I just think from day one, since I first started competing, from me trying to keep myself that that way, I believe that that's what's made me uh, who I am today. It made me that composed. Uh, you know, I guess you would, you would say confident because I know I'm going to stick to a game plan. I know my team believe in me. I believe in myself. And I know I'm going to do what, what we think is going to get me that win. So that's why I'm so confident. I know I'm going to go and do what needs to be done. Can you just go back to your headspace? Like a couple of days before the fight, you're injured and now you're so close of fulfilling a dream and uh, you need the money. This is important. This is a step forward. What do you do? Like, how do you process that and still move forward and and do such a great performance? It's just... Again, I need to do whatever needs to be done to win. And that's why me keeping myself composed, me sticking to a game plan, you know, all the, the even when it comes back to being in the gym. So when I busted my rib, that was before the Darren Elkins fight. 
that that one was uh, not not the Max Holloway fight. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, when you ask that that question, as in, you know, you know, what makes you want to do it? Like even in the gym, the fact that I need to win. So what do I need to do to win? Every day I'm in the gym, I need to push myself. I need to I need to put my myself in a position come fight time. I'm the best version of myself that can be that that's going to give me the most chance of winning. Then me being composed, I need to stay composed because that could, you know, every little bit counts. Me making weight easier, you know, you know, instead of me doing a big weight cut and then maybe feeling funny the next day. You know, all these little things that you want to be the best version of yourself. And to do that, there's going to be a lot of hard work in camp, a lot of hard work during the fight, a lot of focus, a lot of everything. And all these little things is you know, all these little one percenters that can really help you get reach that goal. And that's why, that's what helps me training as well. A lot of people ask me, you know, man, watching, because I, I pride myself for being a hard worker. Anyone that sees me in the gym knows I'm always pushing myself. It hurts. It hurts to push yourself. It hurts to be grinding like that. But I'm so used to that now because I've done it my whole life. But not just that, I know if I'm, so fit. I know if I'm so ready that, you know, come fight time, that's one less warrior I need to worry about. I'm fit enough. I don't need to worry about gassing now. So, so I could just worry about my game plan. You know what I mean? Everything revolves around being the best version of myself. And that goes back from weight cutting, making sure that goes right, training, in them jujitsu classes that I'm doing, understanding these, you know, these movements and, you know, not just going, I'm tired. I'm just going to go through the motion. No, I still want to learn. I want to know why that move is going to help me. What are the mechanics behind that? You know, in this strike, you know, I don't want to just be like, oh, this is a good combo. All right, why does that combo work? Oh, because this is this, you know, and as I've said uh, many times, you show me one, one combo and show me why it works, the mechanics and, and the, you know, the, the principles of it, can show me so many different things, whether it is more combos or even the principles in life, the principles in everything. You know what I mean? I believe that there's so much you can learn. There's reasons why that's so effective. I want to understand them so I can use them in so many different ways. I love that. And and Alex, how, how far, if there was an energy bar uh, right now from one to 100%, how far do you feel that you are developed? How, how much... Uh, is it left for you to develop as a fighter? Ah, uh, man, it's 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 going to keep going. So for me to say the beauty of it right now, from the knowledge we have, I'm starting to get close. I believe I am close. But the the beauty of mixed martial arts or a lot of things and the knowledge and then there's so many ways where it's weight cut science or or, uh, you know, understanding the game, everything's evolving all the time. So I might feel like I'm getting close to the end, but then the game evolves. I evolve with it. And this just keeps going. And, and that's how we look at it. The camps that we do, we don't, we don't just, again, we don't just go for the, the motion. There's, there's, you know, people look at me and they see us do a lot of fakes and faints. And you can look at that as, oh, yeah, you're just trying to draw a reaction or whatever it is. But we go so much deeper than that. We use them for so many different things. And, and like, you know, I, I want people to fight my fight. So me being so composed, I get them fighting my fight. So that's why I love to be, uh, you know, as you said with Bruce Lee, I want to be as a composed and ready. So all my movements, I, I know what I'm doing. I know why I'm doing it. And I'm getting them following 
me, you know, whether it's them adjusting because it's natural instinct, they don't even know. And I'm using that against them. You know, these, that's how deep we go. That is literally how deep we go. I don't want to give too much away, but uh, you know what I mean? So, but you get what I mean? So there's, it goes so much deeper than just being able to throw big punches, throw big kicks. You know, there's mechanics behind it. There's a, you know, camouflage movements. There's everything. And that's, I believe, uh, you know, we go deeper than most because I believe we're ahead of the game with the knowledge that's out there. We're right up there. I believe that, but there's going to be a time where it starts to go again. Like it's the game's going to evolve. We are looking, we are looking to see what, what else works. We will evolve with it. So there's no real a hundred. That's what I'm trying to get at. That hundred is going to keep moving further because the game's evolving and I'm just going to keep moving with it. So that, that's actually, I love it. I love that. So that's, that's motivating. You know? that, that, that's, that's motivating to know that. That's, you know, yeah. I believe that right now I, I try and tell everyone, oh, we're ahead of the game. But the beauty thing is, is like, oh, yeah, this is the, the best version of myself. Nah, because we're going to find new things or people will find new things. Someone's going to show us something that we think, oh, wow, that worked because of this, this, this. Oh, cool. That's something we could use. Yeah, we level up again. So it's cool. Like Bruce Lee said, be water, my friend. Yeah. Now, he was a smart <laughs> man. He was a smart yeah. man for back in the day. Some of the stuff that I, you hear, it's a... Again, like the way you would say it, and then if you really try and use it in your own way and you can really understand what he's trying to say, you know, no matter what you do in life, like I believe it, it works, like the, the, the principles of what he's saying, that it's, it's man, he was too smart for, for, how, for back then, I believe, you know, like what he knew back it's then. Incredible, yeah. It is. He studied philosophy and he, he found the correlation with philosophy and martial arts yes. and life, right? And that's what makes it so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love martial arts. And a lot of people think it's just punching someone in the face. It's, it's the least it is, right? Uh, I want to walk through, can you just go back in time to your walk-in uh, when the night you became a UFC champion? And just tell me what were going on in your head and then also on your walk out, what's going on in your head? How do you feel? Uh, again, I'm trying to keep myself composed and normal. That's one thing that I'm always trying to do. But at the same time, there's a purpose. So when I'm in training, uh, we're talking about like, uh, again, I'm selfish. I need to work hard. I need to do this, you know. So I'm, I'm 100% committing myself to everything that will get me to, to, do, to be the best I can be. But for the outcome of, uh, you know, I have to win. I've got a family back home. That's, I've got a family back home, waiting back home for me to bring this belt back home to them. Yeah, to, to bring this early Christmas, this was before Christmas, before, you know, I want to bring that early Christmas present back to my house. So I'm going in there with a purpose. I've got a game plan. I've got... I've worked hard. I've done all this. And the purpose is you know, to win for my family, for, you know what I mean? Uh, not for my legacy, for my country, for, my, for my, my, my team, for my family. So I'm doing it not for me, not, not selfish, like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't say that, but it's for a, such a bigger cause and uh, that's, that's my purpose. So, again, I need to stay composed. I'm going in there being like, all right, you've got a game plan to do. You've got to keep composed. Don't let it get to you. You've got kids at home, wait, you know, you, you haven't left your family for no reason. You've left them because you've got to go out here and do your thing. I literally, that's, that's my thought process going into fights. Almost every fight, uh, I, I literally think of my family and I think of, all right, you're away from your family right now. You better capitalize on, on all this time away from them. There must have been a reason for that. You know, there was a purpose of you 
you know, you being away from your family when your family is everything, why have you been away from? Because I need a win. I need to bring that money back to it. That's why. And I ain't letting anyone take that from away from me. I refuse to lose. So that's my full process going in. And then my full process going out, relief. I did it. I can, you know, I bring that win back to my family. You know, you know, I've done my family proud. You get what I mean? So that's what I mean by the relief. See, see the, I, I put it. So when I'm going in, I'm keeping myself composed, but there's still so much on the line. I'm just so good at keeping myself composed and level-headed, but there is so much on the line. So so much on my line, but because I'm keeping myself level-headed the whole time, once it's done, I could oh, let go of relief. I'm like, oh, yes, I've done it. You know what I mean? I don't need to, I don't need to stay composed anymore, like whatever. You know what I mean? Let the feelings fly. So I feel it more a little bit after my fight. But then I, can, uh, I forget about it pretty quick. I go backstage and I'm talking to the boys. And I'm just having a laugh, laugh and, you know, and, and I'm, I'm me again. But, you know, it's good. It's a, the relief feeling is, uh, is unreal for me because a lot of, you know, physical and mental <laughs> abuse has been uh, going for the last uh, 12 weeks to get to that uh, sort of uh, get to where I am. I love that. And, and I think it, what, what it comes down to is you're – already feeling worthy a lot of, i've interviewed a lot of people that have done a lot of crazy shit and a lot of pink people go after just to be loved but they don't realize that they're, they're already worthy and and correct me if i'm wrong but it feels like you you already feel worthy the performance is just it just happens to be because of the work you have done yeah yeah i i get that yes so that's a exactly right so that's a Man, it's it's weird. I used to love this sport. Like, I, oh, sorry, I do love this sport. I still love it. I used to do this sport because it was a passion. I believed I was good at it. But then once I had a family, then that was my main, all right, so this is your career path. Again, my family is everything to me. I've always been a family man and I pride myself on that. Everything's got to do with that. So everything I do is uh, the, the purpose around my family now. So successful. I need to be successful and how am I successful? I fight. I'm a UFC fighter. So me winning and taking that belt is is how I'm going to be successful for my family. So that means hard work. That means all this other stuff I'm doing is just for that end result is so I can be successful for my family. So you know what I mean? So that's just a part of you know my, my passion or my motivation and all that is for my family and my, you know, Australia and my team and, and all that type of stuff. But, you know, because that is such a, a big motivation for me, that's why I work so hard in that whole everything else. It's not, you know, and that's why I, I think, I, you know, I think so deep in why, you know, it goes as little as when I'm learning a technique and, you know, I was telling you how I really want to understand it. It's not because I want to be the best martial artist in the world. I want to be the best martial artist in the world so I can be successful in my family. I could honestly tell you that right now. That is why I need to be the best fighter in the world is so I can be as successful as I can so I can bring that money back to my family. And I don't know if that sounds boring, but for me, there is no bigger motivation. And you're seeing me, if you watch me in the gym or you hear me talk now or you see see what I've done, like I won the world title, like, and it, then to know I literally just done that for my family. It's, a, it's, it's weird. Some people, I don't know how they want to take it, but that's just me. And I don't care what anyone says. That's my motivation. When I hear people say they fight for legacy, you know, I... I, I, I sort of, I wouldn't say I disagree with it because that is their, their main motivation. Me, it's legacy will just come with me fighting for my family. The legacy, if, if I become, you know, one of the best of all time and that's my legacy, whatever. That's just in the process of me 
been successful for my family. If that makes sense, does that make sense? It does. It 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 shows that that what you're doing is it's the most beautiful thing ever. That so thank you for doing that and for sharing that. And I I, I know you're still fighting for the the gym where you started, and that shows that shows character. You know that show, shows loyalty, and those those are the traits that at the end of the day, no matter what happens, you can feel good about yourself making the right decision, which is hard, mm-hmm. especially when you become better and when people are pulling you in all directions. So that's amazing. Stay, stay true to yourself. And I applaud you for that. Uh, I have two more questions uh, and then I'll let you go. I know you have uh, maybe some training to do after this. <laughs> uh, thank you for waking up so early, by the way. Do you always wake up this early? Oh, God, the kids, kids are up early. Don't worry about that. So I, have, I had an alarm set so I could uh, be ready. I wanted at six thirty, so I could have a you know coffee and then be ready for this. But the kids are up yeah. before then anyway, so I don't even know why I bother with an alarm sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> just in case, right? Just in case, yeah. Uh, Alex, uh, so do you think happiness and success walk hand in hand? Are they aligned, or are they are are they two different things? I I think yeah, I think they are. I think um, setting goals. Uh, uh, is it just success? Maybe not just success. Sorry, Set, accomplishing goals, setting goals from as little as during the day. You know, if you're doing day by day, you got goals that you got. You know, whether it's for me, I, I've got to get my morning session in. You know what I mean? I got to. I want to eat pretty good. You know, there's little goals that I'll set. You know, I want to give my my family attention. So if I can go and do that, uh, knock off these goals during the day at the end of the day i'm like man that was a productive day i feel good i feel happy yeah so i really am like that and uh, i notice even with the wife sometimes you know you get in a bit of a rut and then the the best the happiest i see her is when when we even cleaning the house you know what i mean like you might look at that as like oh you know far out i've got to clean the house but once you finish that house how good does that make you feel once it's done you know when you're about to train sometimes you're like oh man so do I want to train? You finish that session, you're like, ah, oh, I'm so glad I've done that session. Yeah, I, I knocked that goal off. You know, if you're constantly doing that during the day, I believe that, you know, whether it's true happiness, there's so much that can come into play with happiness, but I believe that can really help with the mental side of things during the day, during the week, during the year. And I, I just think if you could knock off goals, that's why a lot of people have goals, you know what I mean? Once they knock them off, they're accomplishing them goals and that, that makes them happy. And I, I really do believe that. That's something that uh, that if I ever hear an inspirational story about someone that was in a, a big rut and then come out of it, it always, I end up seeing the, the process from them going back to, back to who they are and happiness was them accomplishing them goals again. You know, even like Tyson Fury, you hear him. He was a champion. He he accomplished it, and then he he was over it. He didn't want to, you know what I mean. He didn't care anymore. Like you know, and he went through a bad run. Then he started like he didn't care about fighting. He already accomplished that goal. He was a champion. He beat Klitschko. He didn't care. And then uh, you know, then he was you know what? I want to train again. You know, I want to train again. I want to get fit again. I want to compete again. Then he started getting this drive to be champion again. And, you know, him training and then he had st- started setting goals during the day. And that's what I noticed. He started setting goals again. And then once he was accomplishing these goals on a day-to-day basis and, you know, even fight-to-fight basis, he's happy. Now he's happier than ever. And he's realized now fighting is just my happiness. Why? It's because probably that routine that he goes through, knock this, 
this goal off, knock that goal off. I don't know. I believe routine, knocking goals. I, I really do believe that that leads to happiness. So success, and I still think that leads to success as well, knocking them goals. So yeah. does that does that sort of answer the question? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> last question, Alex. Uh, I want. I love sharing stories, but at the end of the day, my mission is to help at least 10 million people to go after their dreams. So right after this podcast, I want them to take action to get a little bit closer to what they really want in their life. So what would be the first step that they can do? As a, for me, as a, something that we've sort of talked about and what they can get through, through this po- podcast is don't just go through the motions. Uh, especially if you are committing to a, a business or, or a sport, don't just go, don't rock up at the gym and just go through the, the motions. You know, you want to go there with your, you want to go there 100% focused. You want to learn something. You want to, again, understand why you're doing them movements, you know, little things like that. Uh, from day one in the, the gym or whatever you're doing, if you're going to commit to something, commit. And when I mean commit, it doesn't mean just doing it. It means understanding it. And each day, how can I get better at what I've committed to? So I just believe that, that try and try and better yourself in all areas of whatever you commit to, if, if, if uh, that makes sense. I think, uh, you know, whether, you know, it is hard work and putting yourself in, in a position where, all right, things might get uncomfortable as well. That sort of leads into that as well. As like, I'm going to make sure I'm, I'm working hard day in, day out. So, in 10 years' time, hard work's just normal for me. You know, or, you know, you tell, tell me a movement. I understand the principles of that. That can help me in life and that can help me with so many different techniques. Just understand what you're doing. You get what I mean? If you're committing to something, don't just go through the motions. Capitalize on that hour you spent in the gym. Capitalize on that hour spent on whatever you, you're, 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 you've committed to. Capitalize on it. Make it effective. That's great. Uh, Alex, uh Thank you so much for uh, taking the time. Uh, I'm a fan for life. I love what you do. And especially, not just as a fighter, as a human being. So thank you for, for being true to yourself. And uh, just keep rocking it. We're here to support you. If people want to connect with you, what, where's the best way? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah just uh, on my so- social media is always, always good. So at Alex Volkanovsky, my Twitter handle and my Instagram. Or on Facebook, if you've got the Facebook, uh, uh, Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. So, uh, yeah, you can get me on that. I've got a website running as well. So stay tuned for that. There's going to be everything's going to be going through there. So make sure you stay tuned and stay safe. Thank you, Alex. And thank you, everybody that listened and watched today. We are doing this not for us. We're doing this for you guys. So take some action. Be committed. Actually, don't just go after the motion like Alex said. Really do something with your life. Otherwise, this time is wasted for you and for us too. So please do something. Give us some love. Uh, Share this with somebody that needs to hear Alex's message that wants to improve in life. Uh, Check out my website. I love success.co. I have a couple of free chapters of my book, The Goal Book, where you can learn how to set goals and knock them things off because it do makes you happy. And we also have almost 180 episodes now with amazing fighters, entrepreneurs, Olympians, and just overall incredible human beings sharing open heartedly. Thanks again and talk to you soon. <music>